We are live. Whoa. <laughs> so this is actually happening. This is actually <clears throat> happening. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Ching, ching. Oh, it, it's, that, that's the sink. That's the sink, the sink yeah. right there. So I'm just going to do a quick introduction because I guess we're supposed to do that. Uh, my name is Noah John. My co-host is Christopher Boo. I'm a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. I've been training for just under two years. Chris is a brown belt, getting very close to that black belt. How long have you been training? I, I actually don't know. Um, I know I started jiu-jitsu after I graduated college when I could afford it. So I graduated in 05. Is that 14 years? God, it, it's... 14 years. I, you know, what's funny is I always say that I've been training for like a decade. I'm like, man, I'm closer to... A decade and a half. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I. I I really have like ventured into old man territory. So you talked class today, and you had a story for me. I did. So like I totally fucked things up. Oh, we got the explicit tag. Yeah, right. Like that costs more money, right? No, or you something. Just, you just mark it as explicit. You go. Okay. We're, 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 so f bombs everywhere. Okay, so I've, I've already fucked it up. So like you and I were talking the other day, and I, I know you had mentioned that you had gotten the um, requirements for like purple belt, mm -hmm. right? We were just discussing rank and all that sort of things and like what makes a belt a belt. And we had some, some names thrown around or whatever. And I didn't... <laughs> you had thrown a couple names out that I thought was common knowledge that they might be in line for purple as well. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I called everybody out because... Um, and, and mind you, we're, we're filming live from, uh, from the gym here after class where we're, we're knocking back a couple of beers. Um, and I, I called out Ed who had just mentioned he had gotten some paper to for the purple belt requirements. And so I was like, all right. Like, it just in, in, in pure conversation, he said that, right? So I was like, you know what? I know you're not supposed to table. I just did. Um, I, I like, you know what? I'm going to have Ed t teach technique. Oh, wow. So I had Ed teach technique, right? And then I remember a couple other people you had said that uh, may or may not be up for purple belt. And I was like, hey, you two got papers too, right? And uh, I called out Andrew and Kirk Rossiter, and they they acted like they didn't know what I was talking about. So I don't know. Oh, really? I, yeah. So like, I don't know what just happened. Like, did I just do the? Did, the, did I did I gym them? I don't know. Like that now they're like expecting things and they they don't are are not supposed to get it. Well, again, we, we don't know the time frame. We don't. We don't. Right. So. So but I mean, I know stuff. I mean. I, like the requirements for purple belt were being passed around. I saw them. Okay. I know right. I'm not I know I'm not up for it. I've got I got a lot of time that I have to do. Oh you're not? No, I'm totally not. I uh, total misunderstanding. This no, is no, this I'm is not. how rumors get started, no, no, right? No, 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 no. So no. I just assumed everybody to mention no, no, no. was up for purple belt in December. A belt? Jovan, do you want a beer? You want a beer? You want yeah. Well you guys you guys don't get chilling? Yeah, damn. All right, so we are actually like, like a bunch of wallets. We're doing we're doing an inaugural. Okay. Podcast. What are you doing? I know you're hardcore, but use this. Oh no, I'm not Jesus that hardcore, Christ. man. You know we actually have that up there too. Oh shit! Jovan needs to be the inaugural I bottle know. opener. I think. I mean, I'm, I, no, I was I was gonna say I've never had a beer in this room, but that's not true. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing a podcast. We're we actually are. doing a podcast. What are you doing? Oh, I'm offended, sir. <laughs> so how was class today? It's great, man. Great, I like this what? Did you have him teach a, a technique? No, because you, he wasn't a name that you had mentioned. So oh, I, I, I just I went, I'm the one, I'm I went the one by primary sources, stuff. right? We're both academics here. Well, actually, all three of us are academics here. Okay, I had, next time you should call me, I'll do a, one of those Stanley Curry techniques. Oh, dude, that, that, that was sweet too. So um, the, generally the way I structure my classes when I teach, um, I taught 11 o'clock jiu-jitsu today was I will have them do some sort of grip fighting to warm up. Um, basically like a partner drill to kind of warm up. Nothing super, super technique related. Just to get our hips moving and uh, uh, that, that's functional for what we're doing, which is jiu-jitsu. Um, and then I like to work some technique and then do some live drilling with some parameters set so that students just... Because people won't drill what they're told to drill unless they're actually... Or what they're supposed to drill unless they're told to do it, right? Because a lot of times what you do is you'll say, let's say you're working like a lasso guard, and you set the clock and you say, all right, certain lasso guard. People will just go, and they just they won't actually try to work the lasso guard. But um, since we are approaching uh, promotions coming up, uh, uh, the 
within the next two months. We're trying yeah, to get people in get shape. A, did you get a? Did you get like a pro belt requirements sheet? I did not. Okay. He did not. Okay. So, so it's a good thing I didn't call on him, right? So, well, actually, I just don't know anymore. There's just so much fake news flying around here from Noah that I'm just making a jerk out of myself in front of people. Is there a purple requirement sheet? Sorry to interrupt. There is. No, no. There there is. Is. Oh, okay. There is. And I have one. But I was just giving it to, like, proofread it. Like, he's like, yeah, how's this look? <laughs> oh, God. Did you, is that really it? Yeah. It was just a proofread? Yeah, I thought I told you that. Oh, my God. Like, I, I'm the perpetrator of fake news now. Yeah. So is that like backhanded motivation? <laughs> well, no, I mean, basically, and, and I thought he had handed out to a few people, and, and we had talked about that, but I didn't know the time frame. Like, and maybe it was sort of like, okay, I want to give you this so you guys have six months to work on it, not a month to work on it. Right, yeah, that's true. It is, it's October now, and, and yeah. promotions are coming up in December, so that's like less than two months to work on things. So either way, I called out three different people to teach techniques because well, I did. No, it's awesome, right? And and I think what, so what did I gather from that? Is I gathered that a lot of times people will train techniques and just completely forget about stuff. And also, I learned that people when put on the spot, and I did, and I think I take it for granted now, not putting myself in beginner's mindset that like. I've taught a billion classes. Okay, not a billion. When I know, I know, I know I just, I'm drinking yeah. alcohol here. There you go. Um, I've taught many, many classes, right? <laughs> I, I love hyperbole, right? It's like everything's either the worst thing or the best thing. There is no in between for me. Um, so, do you think, from your perspective, do you think a student up for any sort of belt promotion, whether it's a, okay, let, let's let's exclude black belt, let, okay, right, right. for blue belt or purple belt or brown belt. Do you think their ability to teach a technique is part of like doing it? Because it's like on the sheet it says, "Do do show us two lasso guard sweeps." Can you just be a good roller and just do that stuff, or do you also actually have to explain it and transmit that information to another person for you to actually be considered knowledgeable in that and, and be able to get the belt knowing that? You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, I don't know, man, because I think jujitsu is such a, a dynamic thing that people get what they want out of it. Um, so, like, if you approach it from, like, a, like a Gracie Baja standpoint, right, like, where they really try to, like, pound this idea of, like, this is academics and you call each other fucking professor and all this, like... Professor. Yeah, this, like, pretentious nonsense, which, I mean, there's, there's something to that, right? Like, you do put in your time, and I think as with anything in life, you get better at it if you learn to teach it also. Yeah. It also, in my case, it also means you can't perform it live, right? So, which is why I just become really good at teaching it. Um, so, so I, I think, I don't think it's necessary, but I think it helps. It, it can't make you worse at the technique. I mean, I, don't, I, I think, actually, I mean, I don't have much experience teaching jujitsu, but I teach other things. Yeah. And I find teaching is one of the things that really motivates you to learn something properly. Because in order to teach it, you really have to understand it. Like there's there's techniques I can do in jujitsu, but I cannot, but I have difficulty teaching because for me it's almost a memory, and I don't really understand it. And part of and you know the downside of that is that when there is nuances or when something changes slightly, then you don't know how to adjust as well as if you understood it in the detail that it takes to teach it. So under so getting the why behind the what and exactly. the how. Exactly. Teaching teaching by teaching requires a deeper understanding than doing. I think. Well, and so there are two things I think of. One is when I, um, so one of my undergraduate degrees in mathematics and um, one of my professors said, when you're a freshman in, in mathematics, you take Calc 1 and Calc 2, calculus class, okay? And what he said is when you go to grad school and you have to teach calculus, that's when you learn calculus. Yes. So it's like no, you, no, that's you true. learn that's calculus as a student, you do the, you do the exams and stuff, right. fine, you get whatever grade you get. But then, when you actually teach it as a as a as a teaching assistant, that's when you actually learn calculus. So, for but real. when you're a teaching assistant, let's relate this to jujitsu. Is that a teaching a TA? Is that brown belt? Is that purple belt? Is that black belt? Where where is a TA? It depends on what kind of TA you are. Because imagine your first year, um, you know, being a TA for a calculus. 
I'd say at least a purple belt. I would say at least like a high level purple, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's different. Yeah, so you, it's, it's just like in jujitsu. Uh, you know, you're a purple belt first when you start to teach, and then by the time you get to brown belt, you get back brown belt at teaching, and by black belt, you should be a master teacher, right? Cause, right. Because that's what black. I mean, that's what black belt. Black belt involves, um, you know, like it denotes a certain ability to teach as well, right? Does it? Rely on your because brain. there's, I mean, there are black belts, you know, without naming names and whatever it is, but just in in general, there are black belts who are amazing on the mat, but they couldn't teach you how to do a scissor sweep. Really. Right, like so. That's I think that's the d- dynamic of jujitsu too. Is like, we, you know, we've listened to other podcasts. And they talk about like there's like the recreational route, yeah. and there's like the competitive route, right? But like, is jujitsu? Is it like the idea that you can't fake being good at jujitsu, but you kind of can, right? How? How? You cannot. I mean, how? Like, for example, I faked it for 15 years, no, Joe. No, if you can, I, I'm a brown belt, and I can't. I, I get tapped out by white belts. I would. I would contend. So, so it's like. I would contend with that. You guys watch Naruto? You know, Naruto. They have different ninja arts, and you can be exceptionally good at one and be terrible in the others. Okay. And still be very effective. <laughs> this is awesome, teaching, by the way. Teaching, I didn't know that. It's, it's like that. I think. I feel like teaching is one of those components of jujitsu. You can be an excellent teacher and be terrible at everything else. Just think of like somebody who's 75. If you're 75, right, you, you may have been great in your 20s, 30s, and 40s as a competitor, but you're, t- you're 75, your body's not moving the same way, but you're still an excellent teacher. Yeah, but Helio Gracie had grips. Yeah, I mean, but Everybody gets arthritis. This is coming from a doctor, yeah. too, so yes, I will take his word. But so you're saying jujitsu is not just rolling. No, it's not. It's definitely not just rolling. I mean, Ooh. because if you think about it, you, you have um, white belts who are wrestlers who can come and can, you can probably pin a brown belt in top control just with wrestling. Yes. You know, if you are that good at wrestling, you know, that can happen. You know, or you can flying armbar a brown belt, exactly. or or a, or a high purple belt actually exactly. as a white belt actually. Exactly. So to me, it's like Jordan Spieler. It's like which area of the, of, of the craft do you want to develop? Or you want to be a teacher? You want to be like a, a competitor? You want to just be good at technique? I mean. Or you want to kind of pick, you know, different levels of, of, of expertise in all of it, you know. So then how do you, like... So how, you, like, what's, I'm the, obje- curious, what's the objective measure? You said, because you just said, it's like, you know, you jujitsu is something you can get whatever you want of it. So really, you can measure it, so Ooh. to any extent... Does any that water of, things down, Jovan? No, I don't, I don't think so, because, because, with, any, because with, any, with anything, right, you can say... You can be ex- you can be a great you can be great at jujitsu. You can be a teacher, and how do you prove that you're a great teacher? Your students are excellent. How do you prove that you're a great competitor? You win trophies, right? If your students are excellent, but you're not, you, but you're not winning trophies, are you still a good teacher? Of course. Right? Okay. So Does that mean you're good at jujitsu? Yes, absolutely. But, okay, but then so then the, the 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 question that comes back to and Chris and I have talked about this many times, which is one of the reasons we wanted to do this. Well, we're even doing yeah. yeah is if you're an instructor, put yourself in in Paul's shoes, and Paul's are the black belt, the owner of the gym, the guy who's been teaching it. He's um, the the Jedi master. Yeah, the Jedi master. Um, if you're in his shoes, how do you reconcile those different pathways? Well, when it comes to, I'm going to award this person this this belt. Then, so for for that reason, I would say I want to award this person this belt because this has strengths. I want to give Chris a black belt because Chris is a great teacher, and if I can't make it into class one day, I know the Don't students are going to. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I was like hey, but just, <laughs> I've got no bearing on, on testing. Using Chris example, I want to give Chris this belt because of that reason. Mm-hmm. Or I want to give Noah, I want to give Noah his purple belt because I know that no matter who comes on the mat, Noah's going to give him a rough time, and he understands the techniques well. I'm gonna give Joe one a, 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 a purple butt because Joe fucking crushes people. <laughs> yeah, he crushes. <laughs> Jovan's the crusher of souls. Um, I don't know if anybody's read um, uh, comics, but there's this. So like, there's the Breaker of Worlds, which took place during the uh, some some storyline, and like the Juggernaut got the special hammer. And he became literally the, the breaker of souls, I think it was. So the two people that were listening to this podcast, just half of them just left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, but either way, Joe Vaughn is the breaker of souls. Um, <laughs> but so, so you, okay, so it's you're saying it's incredibly subjective. Well, it, I mean, by the very nature is it is subjective, but there is an objective measure as well. For example, like I said, if you are a good teacher, your students will be good. So, you're, so, let, so for example, if you use the same metrics to assess everybody, 
good teachers have good students and good competitors win trophies. If you're a good teacher, you will have a class with good teachers and good competitors. So you will have win trophies when you have good teaching. You see what I'm saying? Just using those two as an example. So whatever metrics you use, as long as you're consistent with them and that they are value and that they measure something of value, then you can use that process of video. But, but ultimately though, what would Helio say and what would Carlos say? What's that? Oh. To your idea, because what's jujitsu? Right? <laughs> yeah. what, 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 but what's jujitsu, right? Because jujitsu, and you mentioned this the other day, Noah. Um, has jujitsu always existed, right? Is is a triangle oh. a triangle in the universe, regardless, right? Because the triangle, by definition, is three sides. What is jujitsu? Has it always been there? Did it take people like archaeologists digging it up? Did jujitsu exist before jujitsu? I mean. I I can't answer that, but I like I like his kind of I like Javon's characterization of it, where he's saying I think it's cool and it, it, it focuses on the art side of things because it's saying the instructor, the professor's job is to identify, you know, what archetype is the student, Ooh. right? Oh, and, and uh, speaking and of then, alienating people, RPG then, guy, then, what archetype? Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, I'm a ranger. Yeah, no, but that's, that's <laughs> like, thing. it's like, it, it, you know, it, you, you, it's almost as if, because to me, this whole thing breaks down when you, when you identify a person. The minute you identify a person in the gym and you, so let's, let's take Joe Blow Blue Belt, who's up for his purple belt. The minute... I like attach him to things and make him part of the criteria. Now I think everything falls apart because now I can start making arguments like, well, wait a minute, I know so and so beats him in the rolls, but he's only a one. He's like up for his blue belt. This guy's up for his purple belt, but this white belt's kicking his ass. You know, it's like you can always. It's like the MMA math. You can do MMA math the minute you identify. Uh, yeah, true. So I think I think what I like about what Javon's saying is it's this sort of thing of each person is going to fulfill fulfill what their characteristics are kind of like how you say Chris, with like your personality comes out in your jujitsu yes it's sort of like whatever that person's going to be and however they're going to grow you have to kind of identify what what they're doing and then find the criteria for that instead of just saying here's a general criteria everyone has to adhere to Agreed, but but so so here's the thing though, right? What is what is jujitsu? What is Brazilian jujitsu? Or is it American jujitsu? Or is it American? <laughs> what is just jujitsu, right? Or, or is it judo on the ground? I mean, to a certain. But extent, it's a martial art, right? It is. I mean, but so a martial art is meant to do what? It's meant to fight. It's meant to fight, but like, what if you're a shitty fighter? Are we watering down the art by giving these subjective measurements? I, mean, I still think I still think the people that we would consider weak, like weak at grappling, um, that are that are at least purple belts, would still like handle themselves totally fine in the street. Do you really think that? Yes. Do you well, really? Do you one hundred percent think that? Yes. Okay. I know, I know. So I, okay. So <laughs> welcome, Victor. Um, you are not twenty-one. You do not get bruised. Um, <laughs> Not yet. What? He, he looks like he's 14. <laughs> wow, that, that hurts. That hurts. But, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> no, this is recorded. This is going to be on the internet. Exactly. The I got to run. Um, yeah, let me know when Cheers. the podcast comes up, man. Every yeah, Saturday. Every Saturday. Right. Every Saturday. Hey, man. Uh, Javon, thank you, Javon. Thank, so you, really thank you, Breaker of Souls. No problem, man. Um, Yo, somebody has my belt. I can't oh. find it. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why I came over. Drink a beer and then he left. So... So that's the thing, though, right? Like, what what separates jujitsu, Brazilian jujitsu? Because I will differentiate between Brazilian jujitsu to other jujitsu arts. I know Robert Drysdale talks yeah, about like yeah, the yeah, culture yeah. end of it and stuff. But what ultimately separated it, and and it's judo on the ground, right? Is that the fact is you can't fake it any more than you can fake speaking Spanish. You either can or you can't, right? You either do jujitsu or you. Don't do jujitsu. But can't you say that about anything, really? Like, give me an example of like something what? that like, you can't do that. Because like, I think that's really. Because, like, I think a lot of times, like, with the, if you look at traditional martial arts, right? Y you see like things like traditional karate, and people do forms and that sort of thing, and just like because forms are like these theoretical like shadow boxing, right? Which is just all I I've come from traditional martial martial arts background, so that's I can do this because I've experienced both sides. You can fake being good at it without actually fighting. 
by saying, oh, I'm good at this kata, or I'm good at this, like, one or two-step sparring, or I'm good at these sort of, like, prearranged. How is that any different from someone coming on the mat, on a jujitsu mat, and saying, here's how you do this technique, but never rolls? Yeah, so that's just it, though, right? Like, like Paul has a, has a personal pet peeve about, like, he, he, like, he talks about his Muay Thai instructor, Bobby, and you know Bobby. Too. I know Bobby, yes. You know yes. So we, Bobby is, what, in his 70s now? Yes. Okay, so he's in his 70s, and this, this guy, this guy comes out and still does the techniques, and I think has, like, hip replacements or something, and still can inflict damage just by, because he actually does the techniques. He's right. not trying to walk someone through it. He's not trying to, um talk his way through a technique. Okay. Paul's a big believer in the instructor should, should be able to demonstrate the technique and should demonstrate it to the fullest of its abilities. So to the fullest of his abilities or their, to the technique's abilities? I, well, I, I think mean, it's kind of a both. It's like the, if another instructor saw him do it, he'd be like, oh yeah, he's doing the technique right. Okay, okay, fair enough. So it's like... But he's also a 70-year-old man, right? So that's going back to what Jovan said. <laughs> It doesn't make him, because he, do we have to like put it into this ideal of, I know at the heart of it, you can do it in your physical prime. Does that legitimize it? Or is it like, like me, I'm 37. I know I can't do things I could even five, six years ago. All right. Yeah. I couldn't, I, I can't do things that I could five, six years ago. Right. Like, my cardio was better when I had more time to do things and, and this and that. Like, just because I can't do it now doesn't make me less legitimate of an instructor or a jiu-jitsu practitioner. No. Does it not? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. So, like, but, like, if I go and I take the time against a moderately resisting opponent. Are you healing up? What's that, Mr. Carl? Carl, what you got? You want Carl join the podcast? Here, Carl, you want a? Uh, I may. Oh man, let me think. Get you, get you a nat my, natural light seltzer. Gonna... Come on, man. That's it's... kind of like a girly thing, though. And then, first off, and no. It's from, and it's from Nadia. <laughs> natural light. <laughs> natural. Get you a hit of that. L listen. Right, look, just... This is for Paul. This is reserved if for any, Paul. Okay. If any girls come in, this is not mine. Okay. Oh no no, 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 no. Let me rephrase it. If any hot girls. <laughs> Wow, Carl. <laughs> you just totally me too everybody here. What? <laughs> um, we shouldn't base the value of women upon their looks. Thank no, you. No, no, it has nothing to do with that. It just has to do with upbringing. Well, it is very pink. I mean, no it's... Pictures. Can you just give me a beer, please? No. no whoa, whoa, Victor. No. Absolutely not. So, uh, Carl is our name? resident... Carl's our resident um, arm prepper. Yeah, and he's our, our resident weapons expert. He's our 007. Carl, so you have, I think you have a very unique take on martial arts. Right, because you do we martial arts. We literally are recording a podcast. Oh, you're recording? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not a joke. We're literally recording a podcast. So you have a super unique take on martial arts, right? Like, because I feel as though everybody seeks different paths in martial arts to achieve different ends. I feel as though you are probably the most practical of us all because you are literally learning how to defend yourself. Right? Like, is that why you train? Yeah, that's pretty much the primary reason why I train. What, what was that the, in the stage? Okay, so what was the... What got you to first train jiu-jitsu? Because um, I would imagine... I think you were training other stuff, like other self-defense stuff. We trained just about everything in, um, in New York. Uh, it wasn't every day. Of course, so. Mike. So, for example, we did uh, jiu-jitsu, I think it was Monday, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. You were a JKD guy, right? Yeah, and then what we did was we, we rotated off of uh, JKD, Muay Thai, um, Silat, and Kali, um, basically about every three to six months. What's Kali? Um, Kali's... Uh, <laughs> it's not the, it's not the brown belt. Not big Kali. Um, <laughs> No, Kali is the uh, the Filipino martial arts, so um, you're dealing with uh, sticks, blades, things like that. Um, they also use a whole bunch of other weapons, whether it be sword, whether it be spear, um, double dagger, things like that. But, uh, double one, dagger? Yeah, you could do double dagger. Jesus Christ, man. One of the nice things with Kali, like... though, is um, your your empty hand techniques will be very similar, if not the same, to your weaponized techniques. So if you're, punch, if you're practicing a punch or a, a neck strike, for example, um, could be done the same with an actual blade in your hand. 
Okay. So, so what, what's your motivation here? Like, what, what got you doing jujitsu in particular? Um, we, we tra- well, again, we trained a little bit of everything. So, um, you have varying distances, whether it be, you know, you're at weapons distance, you're at close distance, you're at Muay Thai distance, you're on the ground. So, jujitsu factors into that as well. You, you know, you end up on the ground, you need to be able to fight your way Were back you, up. When you first started training there, were they already did they already incorporate jujitsu into the curriculum? Yeah, jujitsu was already in the curriculum. Okay, jujitsu had been there for about at least about three years, I think. What up, boys? Okay, we got. Hey, we got more guests. What's going on? What is that? Hey, yo. We are recording a podcast. The it's inaugural no podcast. BJJ and, and Bruise, man. Oh, shit. Do you guys have the other beer? Yeah, it's, it's in the fridge. Go oh, grab it. So, yeah, we got to reload. Hey, there's grab another one. four pack in there. Grab that one as well, Dennis. There's yours and mine. So, at the time, just just so I'm clear with it. Why were you I'm training? There, no, go ahead. Well, go let, me, let me start. Yeah. I just want to know what was the. Um, when you first started, what percentage of your. You said. Like, give me like a percentage breakdown. How much of your of your training time was jujitsu? How much of your training time was weapons training? Were you doing any firearms training at this academy, or was that separate? That was uh, no, nah, that was um, later on. That was but, later um, on. No, we probably did about thirds. Um, I would probably say when I first first started, it was probably about a a third of uh, third of jujitsu, a third of muay thai, and a third of either uh, whether it be kali or sila. Okay, and was this also the same academy that where they actually had like? A staircase where you guys would fight on the staircase. Come on, man! I know you. I is know this you, for real? I don't remember that. No, you told me this. Oh no, a fake news, ladies no, and gentlemen. No, no, Captain, a fake news right here. Staircase. No, oh. didn't they have like? A, didn't you tell me they were doing tactical training in like a staircase? Like they had like a where? Maybe it wasn't there. It was somewhere else. But there was a warehouse. Oh, we um. One of the shooting groups I okay, so trained with. Okay, so this is this is We we just went ghost hunting inside of a abandoned prison. Okay. Wait, like legitimate ghost, like yeah, like the show Ghost Hunters. Well, not the show Ghost Hunting, but there was an abandoned prison Rob, whatever we training, so we, we went into the night. Ooh, this is the good one. I um, I actually did that oh, one time. I did it at the Rouse Road Cemetery. On the coldest night, the first night of the fall, I went ghost hunting and. Cheers. Oh, hey, cheers! All right, whoa, we got so many guests now. Okay, so just to finish your your story there, Carl, what um, made you stick with jujitsu? Jiu-Jitsu and Muay Thai, because you do both. You, um, you do more Muay Thai than me at this point. Jiu-Jitsu and Muay Thai, um, you have all of your grappling, you have all of your striking. Um, probably the two most fundamental arts you can have. Okay. Um, I mean, you can get in close, but if you can't double the guy, you the guy, you, know, you want to be able to do a little bit of each of those. It's our resident Jocko. Uh, yeah, so, so you're, in, you're doing it to stay in shape. You're doing it for self-preservation. And for, for fun, obviously, I mean, like, we're doing this right now, right? Like, the camaraderie end of it is is always a big part of it. But so, like, all seriousness, we're trying to figure out, like, what is the objective measure of a belt? Given that promotions are coming up. I'm just, I'm throwing it out there, And then he asks people to do techniques and (laughs) which which are for promotion, and then he realized maybe they're not for promotion. (laughs) So, like, I know everyone thinks they're for promotion, but they're not. Like, I I just need to start calling up everybody at this point whenever I teach class, because let's let's, let's be frank about it. I missed the technique this week, so I don't know what to teach, and I didn't want to keep on doing lasso guards, so I was just calling up random people. We're doing almost a lot of finishing the almost Ah, damn, I could have done that, actually. Do you guys think that the lower in the in the belts, the more, speak speak closer. The, the the more the lower in the belts, the more technique that is required in the higher in belts. Are you ranking them based on performance versus uh, each other? That's just it. Okay, so, so we just talked to Javon and he gave his own take on what. What's your take, like Dennis? What is your take on belts and 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 jujitsu pads? I think that um, in lower in lower belts, I think that. Everybody has to start with the fundamentals, so technique and drilling and stuff like that is more important. But as you start to rank up, everybody will develop their own path in jiu-jitsu, and nobody has the same style. Um, so I think maybe based on technique in the beginning, but later on you have to start including how you perform versus your opponents. Ooh. Thoughts? So, so, let, so, okay, yes. so yeah, let, yeah, go ahead. So, on, so let, me, let me throw my, my first thing. So I... I actually have only rolled with you once, I think, okay? But just rolling with you, I know that you can roll with someone that's probably a purple belt here and give them a really hard time. 
What goes through your mind when you with a situation like that? How do you oh, reconcile true. that? How do you reconcile that? Is it like, oh, well, that person has just more time, they're more knowledgeable, or... This is so good. I love Indeed. it. Indeed, <laughs> sir. That's such a good question. Um, uh, that's so a hard one. That's, that's hard okay, so like, let's let's go with, for example, I'm a brown belt, so I just, I'll just use brown belt as an example, right? It, there are... Certain people, and, and maybe I sound so pessimistic saying this, right? Don't you dare, you put that down right now. Um, no there are people who I will never beat. I'll just throw it out there right now. Like, I'm never beating Ryan Wilkerson for the life of me. The dude trains once a week, but he's crazy explosive. He's got a killer instinct. He's strong as fuck, and he's really good at what he does. Does that make me less of a brown belt than him? That's such a good question. Right? Like, I, I would argue yes. So, which means, like, that's why I, I, I stand by the fact that, like, I should be, like, a high-level purple belt. That's why I like Javon's interpretation what of it. What did he say? Well, Javon basically said that it, it's less to do with, like, how you... I mean, each person is going to, is going to have their strength. So one person could be... And I'm, I'm going to oversimplify things. One, one person could be on the competitor the competitive track where they are good competitors and they roll really well. That'd be a Zach, right? Mm -hmm. Then you could have the teacher track where it's like this person's very knowledgeable. They're not going to Tommy. Yeah. Tommy. Yeah, there you go, Tommy. Chris. So, I, yes. I'm, I, I, and, and I say that with all respect to those two guys, because I'm not saying they can't they can't roll well either. But the point is, it's like you don't have to be. There are many ways, in Javon's opinion, and I wish he was still here to to, to say this, but. There are many different ways you can be a black belt, or you can be a good purple belt, or you can be yeah. a good blue belt. You don't have to just be a mat monster. Agreed. But what is jujitsu about at the end of the yes. day? Well, I think I think right. I mean, like the purity of jujitsu is you need to beat people up. Yeah. Right. If I can throw in my two cents. No, no. Yeah, come on in, man. At Go, the get same in here. Time, though, I mean, you are you twenty one, by the way? I, I, I'm older than him. Okay. All right. That's, <laughs> all right. That's fine. <laughs> I'm like. You're drinking a beer, and that's a tall boy, so we need to clarify. Time, we have these guys who are like UFC fighters or who are, you know, very, very, very good grapplers who can be most guys, and you have their coaches who train them, but there's a good chance those guys, if you put them against their coaches, they could beat them. No, they, they probably will beat them, right? Exactly. Like, so like, like so Winkle John. Make like, their coaches, yeah, yeah. you know, third and fourth degree black belts any less of a black belt than these guys who may be a brown belt or just got their black belt. Is that an, okay? So like, and you know I, mean? I only speak of this because I'm I'm getting up there in ranks now, right? And I, I question this every single day. How many day. stripes do you have right I've, now? I'm I'm literally a four stripe per, or uh, purple belt, Jesus, brown belt, right? Okay. I question this every day. I live with imposter syndrome. It's a it's a fact of my life. Um, it, it's <laughs> what is the bullshit thing? That's like those who cannot teach, right? Like no, that, those who cannot do teach. Those who cannot do teach, right? Yeah. Like, and that's literally in the back of my head. And this it's. But it's is there always wrong there. With that? Is there? I don't know. Because, I mean, I know that saying. Because jujitsu at the end of the day is. Oh, sorry. Jujitsu at the end of the day is about fighting. Yeah. It's about fighting. It's, it's about. What is a martial art, right? Like, a martial art is. And, but you don't think you could defend yourself in the street? I don't know. And that's actually what oh, I was going to ask you. I don't, I don't know. You would wreck a guy. I don't know, right? Because, like, okay, so, like, let's get super political real quick. My father in law. Super right wing dude, just got his concealed carry license, and 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 doesn't train to like use it or anything, right? And like all of a sudden feels like empowered because he has like this gun, mm -hmm. right? I'm like, man, like, kind of gun did he buy? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> Carl, like, does he have the right <laughs> sidearm and knife to go along with it? Yeah. So what, 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 what sidearm did he buy, Chris? I don't know. Oh, Either way, he's got a gun, and I know the guy can't pick up, like, a five-pound weight above his shoulders, right? So, like, this is, like, somebody who is untrained wielding a weapon. Do, do, do I think that he's better off defending himself in the street? Absolutely not. Furthermore, I've been training at this point for... I've trained since I was 11 years old doing Taekwondo and Jiu-Jitsu and whatever afterwards. I don't trust myself to defend myself in the street. Really? Absolutely not. But have you seen I, the general population? Like, dude, so have speak? you seen World Have you gone to the Walmart? Have you gone to Walmart recently? Okay, <laughs> for example, you say you can't you can't train, and this is something I always think about. I don't have 
like a I'm not a physical specimen. Like you're, you're a much bigger dude than me. Okay. I, I'm a, by, by, okay. First, first off, thank you. Okay. And second <laughs> off, I'm not a physical specimen. How many dudes come in here from the street who you look at me like that's a pretty big guy, and you roll with them and you can turn them into a pretzel? How many of those people do you think? But that's there? under this certain rule set of they can't strike me. Yeah. And. Yeah, there's a certain there. under yeah and, and, and quite frankly like i'm probably in better shape than 85 percent of right. the american population right. right like so like on conditioning alone agreed you can probably go longer but like also just i'm just relating this to jujitsu purely right like the two hardest people i have dealing with on the mat are people who are fucking crazy spazzes and just relentless pressure like a jovan for example mm -hmm. who's he, he's he not breaks a spaz, though. No, he's not a spaz. He's yeah. he's a he's a technical. Why don't you say that? He's not a spaz. No, he's definitely not a spaz. <laughs> he's a technical breaker of souls. That is true. That, that right. Is, that is the, the people who I seem, seem to struggle the most with are people who are like they they're very spastic. They they explode real. But I do better against somebody who's more controlled. Like well, that's what I mean. Even Paul but then there's the that, people like, who are super controlled. It's like both ends of the spectrum. People with like like a um. Like who don't open up and are just literally inch their way along like a but, like a. Uh, I mean, what Paul says is, it's in many ways it's easier to go with a blue belt than than a, a white belt than, than a physical Absolutely. white belt because a blue belt is doing movements that are predictable. He that that blue belt is doing jujitsu. A new white belt that's athletic and spazzy. It's weird, is, right? It, it, they're going to do things that you don't expect. They're going to they're going to so is that going to try and roll you in situation? But the problem is you're not prepared. Because, okay, so, this so is, are we losing side of jujitsu because of Well, this is that whole sport. Nice meeting you, man. Nice meeting you, Hey, uh, say goodbye. What are you doing? Uh, you don't leave. Until next week, my audience. There we go. There we go. Hey, the proper sign-off from guy who I have no idea he is. <laughs> no, I mean, that's that whole sport versus combative kind of thing, Ooh. you know, like, which is a whole different can of worms. But the, the original question was, can Christopher Vu defend himself in the street? Absolutely. I don't know. Well, you know, I'm telling so, you, dude, go with a new person. It, it's scary. You can move their hands around. No, agreed, agreed. Like, yeah, yes, he yes. said something. It was pretty uh, crazy. He said, um, he also, it's not that he doesn't trust himself, but he goes, I don't, I don't know what can happen if we're just straight standing up. Because somebody can land a lucky punch. No, absolutely. A lucky punch can come from anywhere, especially where you said they're unorthodox. You know, train with somebody, you know where they're going to come from, but this dude can throw a looping or craziness, but he goes, if I get my hands on you, and I take you down, that's it. Agreed. And and, and so, like, I, I, because I don't get in the street fight. I'm like, I'm just not an asshole, yeah. right? Like, well, that's what we learn in jiu-jitsu, too, is to avoid the fight. Right. Uh, ooh. ooh <laughs> so fight. meta of you. you ooh. <laughs> The yeah. ultimate nothing, in nuclear nothing weapons. Good, nothing good comes from a fight. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but fight. so, like, that that was something. Uh, when I was a white belt, there was a purple belt. Matt Graham. Purple belt. I think he got his black belt. Um, Matt Shout Graham Matt said, Graham. Shout out to Matt Graham <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> from Gracie Baja days. Paul probably remembers you. Um, he said, he was mighty. He had, like, the ultimate in, like, um, uh, Napoleon syndrome. He was literally, like, five foot three. But just a, like a little block of a dude. It was like a two-stripe purple belt. And he was like, Chris, like, I just started bouncing. Because you come bounce with me. I'm like, bro, I've been training. I'm like, Chris. Yeah, like, 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 not, not like dancing. I, is but that the term? Like work at the club. Like working at a club. He's like, Chris, you should, you make a couple extra bucks, blah, blah, yeah. bounce with me, right? And I'm so drunk right now. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm super drunk. Oh, my God. <laughs> but right, Matt, we're not going to talk about our tolerance. We don't have super tolerance. I have the Asian this flush. This is white belt tolerance right here. Oh, yeah, white belt alcohol. It's two 6% alcohol beers. What do you expect? <laughs> um, they're not letting me drive home, by the way. Um, so Matt was like, Chris, come bounce with me. Make a couple extra bucks. It'll be awesome. I'm like, Matt, I've been training for eight months. I'm a white belt. And Matt was like, Chris, like, you would be amazed. It's fucking stupid how little people know. He's like, I literally, man, like, some dude was giving me shit at, at uh, I think it was Ember or Taboo or something at the time. He's like, he was giving me shit, blah, blah, blah. I fucking, like, duck under, took his back, choked him out. It's fucking ridiculous. This is awesome. And I was like, Matt, I'm not doing that. Is that the case with everybody on the street? Yes. I think a good majority. I mean, I think more people are knowledge, like, more people, because UFC is more popular now. 
that it's not like jujitsu and mixed martial arts is not as like rare of an ability to have. So people like see the UFC, so they might have some weird concept. But at the end of the day, it's like I say, look at the people that come in here and think about how it feels to roll with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's day one white belt. It's it's when but where says like you yeah. can rip off their arm and hit them with it. It's true. Like you no can come more the fuck out of them. You know no what I mean? How strong they are. And another thing I always think about is, well, at least when I think about it too, and I have to stop myself is oh, somebody's trying to hurt me and they got all this adrenaline pumping. Somebody hits you, aren't you going to get mad too? Now you're going to put all that adrenaline, that strength. Oh, absolutely. In, but at the end of the day, you're, there's going to be a point where you're going to have to face each other. And you're going to be like, okay, either you know what you're doing or you don't know what you're doing. Now I don't care how good somebody is. If you have a, a one-stripe white belt in here, I don't think they'll be able to put you in a position where you're like, I don't know what this guy's doing to me. Okay. It's not even that. It's not even a one So it's, it's I know what they don't know. Or, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just someone – the thing about it is – your intuition, and, and the thing is, is, I think we, it's funny because I've only been, I've been training for less than two years, but I already have a hard time remembering how, what my thought process was right. as a white belt. Yep. It's mm-hmm. like, our net, what's, what's interesting about jujitsu is that your natural instincts as a human without combat training, without grappling experience, will lead you astray in a fight. Mm-hmm. Like, what we had Will to it do, Really? Oh, absolutely. Like, what we've learned, what you learn as a white belt contradicts what we commonly do. If we're under pressure, we turtle up and we turn away. It's true. Like, we, people will give up their back. But, but don't you think that programming was created? Okay, so because at that point, it's like jujitsu versus whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, we talk about, like, jujitsu versus, like, other martial arts, and then jujitsu versus jujitsu. Is there another level of jujitsu versus just pure instinct? And that, like, because pure instinct last allowed us to survive and procreate to get to where we are now. I think pure instinct and pure instinct will cancel each other. But if you put pure instinct to somebody who knows what they're doing, it, it, it's just exactly what you said. They'll do stuff that But that's like, not wrong. That's it's wrong against jujitsu. True, yeah. Right? Well, I'm not, it's nothing about, it's nothing about right or wrong. This is about whether you can defend yourself against a Joe Blow in the street. You keep saying, like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Them. Them. That's the thing. I, I, you wreck them. No, until, and, wreck them. until I go in the street and pick some fight with some random dude, I won't know. <laughs> wow. Because I don't know. Because I, because I do my proper cross blocks. Because I do my shelling up. Because I do my, like, Bayana takedowns. I which think, I don't do takedowns. But I'll a, probably pull guard on somebody. I think it's. I think it's a convincing enough argument to say a brand new person, someone that's a trial that comes in, I don't care how big or athletic they are, if you go with them, you're going you're gonna to play with them like a tiger would play with a rat. Like you would just toy with them. Do you really think that? Yes. Yes. And I have firsthand experience. Like, I, I mean, and I do too because it's under these rule sets. Yeah, but you're. No, but I, it I think, I think we're bo- you're both in the control. Because they're not eye gouging me. Dude, they're not groin dude, kicking me. Dude, get in over here. I got a nine percent for you, bud. No, but there's they're, they're grind. No, no, no. But you, I mean, I've gone with I've gone with spazzy white belts on their first day that are doing everything but fucking punch me. You know what I mean? They mm-hmm. slam me and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what happens? I triangle them right away, mm-hmm. or I'm on their back and stuff. Like they, their always, instincts are not. You guys want a special guest? Like I don't know. Oh, <laughs> this early on in the in the podcast. Whatever. At this point, I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I just drink and just let the conversation go. That's what I'm saying. I don't know because we're we. All right, so we're gonna like. I'm imposing. Pay, we're gonna pay like a vagrant to come. Like, <laughs> we're gonna, pay, we need to we're gonna pay a crackhead to be like, "Hey, man, go pick a fight." No, with we need to we go find. Pick. So we need to set up like we need to do like a <laughs> controlled experiment, right? Like, how do we do a controlled experiment here? Did we do? We have to have. You want a nine percenter? Yeah, bud. That's black belt level right here. <laughs> okay, so just full disclosure, and I know you're gonna like eviscerate the fuck out of us because that's the kind of guy you are. Chris and I have started a podcast, and this is the inaugural episode. <laughs> I need to do a light beer. I'm I'm too in. And he's he's already shit faced on two. Beers. I'm not shit. First of all, my wife and child are listening, so I'm. 
Okay, we I've had a beer. Here. So this is what we've been doing in the last five minutes. Chris is convinced it is is not convinced. Chris is not confident that in the street he could defend himself. I'm not. And I'm like against most people. Now look, if you come across a guy that wrestled in high school or that's a different story. But I think against most people, you would completely destroy them. I don't think so. And I think and I think that's a false confidence that people give. I think you give people credit much credit how good they are, right? You don't realize how bad people are. Okay, so, but <clears throat> the one thing I will give myself credit for is probably better conditioning. Like, we kind of talked about that yesterday, right? Like, there was that lady that came in off the street, and she just, she couldn't run up a flight of stairs if she wanted to, right? So I could probably out-condition somebody and keep myself safe, which is, I, I, I will say that. Oh, I think most people are out of I probably deal with 30 brand new people a month. Who actually have an interest in jujitsu and they're still very, very, very bad in their first hour of jujitsu. So, is it that like so? I'm thinking it's really, really, really bad. <laughs> there you go. I, I don't know. I mean, like, because like, you doubt Professor? I'm, I'm not doubting Professor. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, if, if I'm at Ember, right? And some fucking bro. Do you like, like Ember, man? Like you keep mentioning. No, it's Ember. it's be, you it's keep be, mentioning it's Ember, man. First off, I didn't club a lot. It's like, but it's where we had our ten year high school reunion. So like, it's the last like club I went to in my mind. Okay. Um. So like, I'm just thinking like I'm there. Somebody bumps into me. I chill out. I'm like, bro, fucking chill out. And he's like bowing up. I'm thinking, I'm like, I don't know. I know to keep my hands up, but I don't know if uh, somebody who's training. Thing, you've trained Muay Thai. Like, I, I haven't even trained Muay Thai. And I'm I like, think that's more of a, this is going to sound, I'm going to try to say this without saying that, but I think that's more of your personal insecurities versus what, what the facts. Boom, roast. I don't know because I still get tagged a ton when I grab, or when I spar. Yeah, I think we do too. Well, I, I mean, I, 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 you know, sometimes I'll go against somebody and I think I'll do well and I go against somebody else and I give my, well, I mean, like, if, you, if you're going to get in a street fight and just throw punches, you know, the odds of you getting beat are significantly higher. Right, right. Anybody can just land some yeah. fucking bare knuckle you. Yeah. In fact, something you gets come through. Usually when I spar with people who don't know how to spar or fight, I might get hit a little bit more. I'm not going to finish me, but it's just so awkward that. And because, but, I, and because they're new, I'm not hitting them back. Okay. Like, Which, okay, that sort of thing. You go through the firefight, yeah. and then you take it to the ground, and then what? Yeah, but no, what I'm saying is, that only happens in here because they're so bad that I'm not hitting and because I'm not hitting them and they're so goofy, they already need something. That's just because I'm not hitting them. But if you fucking crack somebody in the head, are we allowed to get we're allowed to go. We got the E-tag already, man. We're good. They're going to... Like, definitely. I mean, if you're going to fist fight it, you can make it that. It's just... Anyone can land a punch. Right, right. You can lower your head and punch and it can hit. It can hit. That's exactly what you're talking about. That doesn't happen in Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. You can't close your eyes in Jiu-Jitsu. You can't, like... And that's even... One that that's even like the most compatible one I can think of to a hail mary punch is just grabbing the head and getting a choke. Yeah. Like if you don't know anything, and you just grab the head and get. You might be able to do that. Right. But I, I think, you know, like, there's no way a, a brand new person who's never trained jujitsu can grab you and get you. There's just no way. You don't think so? No I think way that's. No. I, I think. And I think that's the closest thing to a play because they definitely can't arm bar you anything else. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like just, that. That takes proper. They can't even choke. No. They can literally just be like, they can literally just grab your head and go out because they maybe seen it in a playground or on TV. How many times have you been there? What's that? In a guillotine. Someone just grabbed my head? Yeah. No, how many like, times have you been guillotined by a person who actually knows how to finish and you've gone out? And, and I've gone out. There's just no That's way. Even, That's true. I guess it is. It's somebody who knows what they're doing and I still can't finish me, right? Exactly. And this is somebody. And that is that, somebody that, okay. That, that, and that's fair. And I always think about that. Like, yeah, we have friends that are always, you know, they, they talk crap and they're like, I think I can do well. And I'm like, you, you might do well because you're probably a lot more athletic than me and you know, I haven't been training that long, but you're not going to submit me. There's nothing that you can do without previous training that I wouldn't, that I haven't been in here in the max with somebody who knows what you're doing. You, I might not beat you. I might not be able to submit you just because you're just like an athletic freak at, at least sure, in yeah, my yeah, yeah, time yeah. in jiu-jitsu. I haven't been training that long, but you're not yeah, going to Don't shortchange yourself, but right, yeah, no, go no, on. But you're, you're just not going to... I'd like to think and not just not me being overconfident, I'd like to think that you're not going to put me in a situation where I'm like, I've never been here before, and I can just tap. Okay, so let's look, let's step it back a little bit more. Is mar learning martial arts ultimately about self-defense, or is it about fighting? I think, no, I think... Because there's a difference, right? Like, there's, there's a huge difference in two. When I, when I started Jiu-Jitsu, I started because... I started... 
martial arts in general because my friend Zach. We we were hitting pads, and I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. And then when I came in here and I and I started to train, I I thought to myself, I want to train because I want to make sure that I'm that I at least I'd like to give myself a fighting chance if I ever get in a situation. I'd like to at least know that I'll be maybe okay in a in a really bad situation. And that was just the ultimate goal. And then as it came, obviously it became more fun, and, and you start to learn, and you start to get better. But my main goal was always to I want to be I want to be okay. I'm not a confrontation. We don't like confrontation at all. But I always wanted to make sure that if my back's against the wall, that I I like to think I'll be okay with training here with people who are a lot better than this and that. That was just the ultimate goal. I never really thought about fighting. Yeah, you know, I don't fucking like fighting. I've never been in a street fight in my life either, right? Like it's I just it's yeah, always just been like a fit, an avenue of talking about that one time I fought. I don't think I've ever been in a scary situation. It was the worst situation. I'll never do it again. Probably. Really? Yeah, it was so scary. It was so scary. I was, I was shitting my pants. No, why do you train? So, hang on, I just want to... Yeah. I'll answer that question. Um, in, your, in, in your situation, was that a street fight or was that like you no. actually... Was it like, self-defense or was it a no, fight? No, it was amateur Muay Thai. What's that? Amateur Muay Thai. Oh, amateur Muay Thai. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, so anything that... um, in that, like, like so scary. And I always say that, like, that's, that's so scary. getting in a street fight's a lot easier than getting... There's no way, dude. It's a lot easier because a street fight just happens. A professional fight, you have to go in the back... You have to stand back there for three hours. You have to warm up. You have to walk yeah. down this thing. You have to no get introduced. Like it's like it's like it'd be I like if you're gonna get I a street fight and the bully was like, all right, three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> like, like at school, you're like if someone yeah. tells you at, I'm gonna meet you after school in the playground. You're like now you're nervous. Off like a street fight, just kind of like you're going about your life and it just happens. Yeah, just right. like, okay. You know, it's, it, maybe you have ten seconds to decide whether you want to just haul ass or disengage. But no, this I couldn't even get away from it. Like it was. Oh, you can't get away from that. That's actually no, a really good I point, right? Like, you're, you're in. It's going to happen. It's way harder on the psyche. I woke up that day, and yeah. this is going Street to happen. Street fights just happen, you know? Like, like, you just react. When you got to sit exactly. back there, and, like, yeah. get, and you have to go out there and walk in front of everybody, and you have to, yeah, it's just, it's way harder. Really? Somebody yeah. comes up and pushes you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Maybe your adrenaline goes up, and that stops, right? When I got yeah. in the Then you have, like, 15 seconds of fight or flight. Yep, right. So when I got in the cage, you know you're in the fight, and you're just waiting for it to happen. Exactly. And it's not even the fight, it's the anticipation of the fight. That's the worst. That's the worst. That's, that's why when you're street fight, you're, you're not going out anticipating a street fight. Mm -hmm. you know? You're just like, yeah. you know, maybe you can see something developing, you're like, fuck, this is... Adrenaline pumps everything. Like, when you get in the cage and you get hit, that, that's it. Nothing else matters. It's just, like, I'm, I'm going to survive this, I'm going to try to win this. But the anticipation, I couldn't build up any adrenaline to help my nerves, and it was just killing me. I was just back there and I, like, it was awful. I couldn't. I couldn't calm myself. So you had one. Just one. I've also had one. Yeah, I, right? I, don't, I don't think I ever. It was so bad. My, my nerves were killing me, and I was trying so hard to not like portray it out. But in, in the, on the inside, I was cooking. Okay, so I gotta ask, how did the fight go? It was. I. I knocked it. It was a knockout. You won. Yeah. Hey! Hey! Get yourself another beer. Hey! Right. This is fine, but but it was. But that's the thing. Like, it, the fight wasn't bad. I remember. Whose fucking there, dog is not, this? It was not, not bad. Dog. It was the. Is she still here? Or she just abandoned her dog. She's actually redoing our curriculum board right now. Oh, okay. Oh, Sweet. Nice it looks so much more legendary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some with good writing. <laughs> okay, so we, we all train for different reasons. Noah, you're uh, you strike me as the least confrontational. Least I'm training this for pure self-preservation type of guy, and mind you, I've only known you for like a year and a half, guy. Right? Like, no, why do you train? Why do you train? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't train for like. I mean, I think it's cool to be a badass and be able to defend yourself, but um, it was just one of those things where I always had a kind of a notion that I think jujitsu would be something that I would like. Jujitsu or martial arts? Um, jujitsu, because I'm not like the idea of getting. Who's the capital guy? Yes. Oh, were you really? <laughs> no, so I just actually, the doors right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I um, it was one of those things where I was kind of like, I never felt like I had enough time to dedicate to, like I always the excuse I make, for lack of a better term is, oh, if I want to do this, I want to make sure I have enough time to do it. So I never. So, so I never, so, so I never. That's a great excuse, by the so, way. Yeah, so yeah. I never, that, that's so why I, I'm 37 had a yeah, kid. Yeah, so I never, right? so I never, like, did it. Like, I actually, what's funny is, I actually went to a jujitsu school 
Um, and I don't, I mean, dude, I, this was, so I was working in Maitland. So we're all in Orlando just for people, if, if you have, for the two people listening that are not in Orlando. Um, so I was, I was living in that like North of Orlando and I was working as a software engineer and I was like, oh, let me check out jujitsu school. And there was a small little dojo. I don't even know the name. I don't like knowing what I know now. I don't even know the guy. Like it was no like affiliated kind of group. And I went in there and I didn't get any sort of good vibe. I was just like, whatever. Like there was a guy I think there that was a cop and. Wait, where was this? I'm sorry. I was no, checking this, my Facebook No, no, it was, it, was just, it was just some like small school in, in Maitland. And I just. Was it a jujitsu school? It was a jiu-jitsu class. Period. I don't even know if the guy was, I think the guy was a black belt, but I don't know. I think he was Brazilian or something. But was he a real black belt? Well, I don't Ooh, know. full circle. <laughs> oh. And point being, it's like, that, okay. didn't, that didn't take off. So then um, I went off to Colorado. I did grad school. I came back, and I was like, you know, I had this moment. I had this epiphany. I was on my, I was on my bed playing Madden Mobile. <laughs> and I was like, I'm wasting hours of my day and I could be developing a skill. Now I have enough time to like try this. So I, I came into this gym. Actually, I talked to a friend that I knew, and he recommended uh, an American Top Team gym. He recommended Black Box in Kissimmee. Kissimmee's too far away from me. Yeah, it's way too far. So I Glenn, is, Glenn and Sam are awesome, by the way. Okay. They're also personal friends of mine. Yeah. And then I came in here, and I fell in love with the place, and I got addicted like right away. Are so you? the impetus was more like I kind of knew I'd like it, but what it kept like keeping me out of it was just the fact that I felt like I couldn't dedicate the time, and then I got into a place. With so my you're friends. an all or none type of guy. Um, I, I think for something like this, if you want to get good, at least for me personally, like I want to be able to dedicate as much time as I need to, and not be limited to. I'm going to be doing this twice a week, you know. Oh, that hurts. That hurts so much. I know, but you're a twice a weeker. But here's the thing. That hurts so much. And and I don't want to, like, go back to this too much, but it's like, so I, like, I played tennis my whole life. So this is my second sport. I have a, I feel like I have a tremendous advantage. What are you in, what are you in tennis? Like a black belt? Uh, yeah, I would consider myself a black belt. Really? In performance or teaching? Ooh, full circle. Definitely teaching. Really, definitely. Okay, definitely. fair enough. No, fair I've enough. gotten way farther in, in like teaching. Like I've taught at very like good academies and stuff. Okay, I so taught at, like IMG academies. If anyone knows tennis, like IMG academies in Bradenton is like like Sampras Agassi trained back there back in the day. Name dropping. He knows them. He just yeah. said he knows them. <laughs> but um, as a second sport, like it's interesting to do something. Is like oh shit, I just I'm not gonna be able to drink. Just drink it. Just don't swallow the actual. Don't swallow the tap. I broke the tap. You're, off an, you're an adult. Kid. So you're not a toddler. That's the, just the gonna cool swallow whatever's in their mouth. About doing jujitsu after you've done something else, like basketball, swing, or in my case, tennis, is that um, one you you know your body. So I think I'm better. I'm I'm in a better situation than someone that comes to being able to control my body because I'm familiar with it because I've been doing an athletic endeavor like since I was six. Right, and then the other thing is, I trust the process. Which process? The tennis process or the jujitsu process? Because there are two I different. Tr- pro- I, they're no, no, they're no, no, two no. very different processes. No, no, you trust the process of showing up and training. Like when I was your when I was, own process. Well, it's just the practicing. Like when I was when I when I was young and I wanted to be the best player in the world and I ended up you know playing in college and stuff. It was like if I had a bad day, I'd be pissed. When I'm here, if I have a bad day, number one, I know it's like, hey, man, you're going to have bad days, but you're getting better because you're on the map putting in the time. Is it because you are more mature now and appreciate the process and the journey more than the goal? Uh, I think I'm focused more on the journey than I am the goal because there's no goal. I mean, the goal is to What is the goal, right? Is the goal to defend yourself? Noah? <laughs> no, I mean, I, no. This, well, that, that, that's a that's a added side. That's like the, that's a bonus. That's like a bonus. Of, of what are you trying to achieve, Noah? Uh, I just want to keep getting better. And, and are you trying to self-actualize? I'm trying to get as better. I'm trying as, to get better as quickly as I can, but enjoy the process. Because there's no. I mean, the belts are one thing, but it's like 
it doesn't matter whatever belt level you're at, you can always get better. Agreed. Right. Yeah. I mean, like that's why there are degrees on on black belts and whatnot. Well, that's that. Well, I mean, I think I think that, that's like a time thing. In my opinion, it's more just like there's always more techniques to learn. You know. Okay, there are always more techniques to learn. Are those techniques necessary? Because like we we go into this this bullshit of like fundamentals versus like sport versus street and blah blah blah. At what point does it become extraneous? What becomes extraneous? Like learning a new technique. Learning more techniques is it necessary? I think I think anyone. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna speak for Paul, and he can correct me right away. It's like. I think it behooves him to be aware of the developments in the jiu-jitsu community because some of the people he's training are probably just in sport jiu-jitsu and he needs to be at least somewhat aware of like what the new developments are. Does yeah, that, mean, does the, do those like additional Like if he doesn't know leg locks, like what, like what, like. Or lapel guard, right? Like, cause that's sort of like the, I think lapel guard tends to be the extreme of like sport jiu-jitsu versus like the quote original intention of jiu-jitsu right is it necessary for anybody coming in off the street to any jiu-jitsu academy to at some point for lapel guard to become a part of their curriculum uh, and does it make them better martial artists does it make i'm not them... qualified to i don't think i'm qualified to answer that it's just opinion man i, I mean it's all an opinion right uh I mean, I think it's. I think from a sports side, you need to at least be aware of it because your opponent could be. Do doing we need that. to separate sports from street? Because we aren't walking what around. What when you say separate sports from street? Because we're when not you walking say around. Sport jiu-jitsu versus street. What is street jiu-jitsu? Street street jiu-jitsu <laughs> is that like come at me, bro? Like what's yeah, this? like pure self-defense, only fighting, and and mind you, I'm I'm only playing playing double advocate, right? Like especially like you hear you, you see these sort of like these sort of like. Hicks and Nuthuggers who were like, you know, like my family's yeah. original intention and blah, blah, blah. There's evolution. There's development of techniques. There's all, there's all these things of people gaming the system, especially like with rule sets like IBJJF. And, and mind you, by IBJJF are set for a reason, right? Like the idea of the point system is to put you in a better position to be able to strike and to defend yourself. And people just learn to game the system and because of the rule sets of the gi, they've been able to develop this other, extra, in my opinion, extraneous stuff to, to at the same time, evolve jujitsu, but also maybe take away from jujitsu because it's not fighting and self-defense. Like lapel guard, like worm guard, and this, you know, mantis guard, not so much, but like, I'm not, I'm not digging into you, Keenan. I'm just throwing it out there. Did you, did you start... Jiu-Jitsu before you started fighting, or you fought and then? I mean, I didn't, I didn't start gi Jiu-Jitsu, but I started training Jiu-Jitsu. You know? There wasn't any Jiu-Jitsu schools before I was at. And back in the day, it was for self-defense more, or sport? Oh, it was definitely for self-defense. Definitely for, I mean, for fighting, right? For fighting. I wouldn't say self-defense. Fighting. For fighting. Yeah. It was definitely for fighting. Everybody, and everybody I trained it was for fighting. And, and so, Paul, like, I think you're unique because, like, a lot of people who get into jiu-jitsu who are around our age, right? like, we're middle-aged at this point. Oh, I come came... on, dude. Come on. Life what? expectancy is getting longer, not shorter. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah, geez, calm down, <laughs> Captain Paleontologist or Anthropologist here. Um, like, you and I got into it. We're, we're early adopters, right? I mean, you're way early adopter than I will ever be because I remember you as a purple belt. Like, you remember Paul as a purple belt? Yeah, bro. I'm I'm probably the person. Not toot my own horn. I probably have known Paul longer in this academy than anybody. He remembers me as a street oh, off the street white belt. Like Gracie Yeah, they were. It was Marcio Simas Jiu Jitsu. Like the little. Yeah, we gotta do a history of Orlando Central Florida Jiu Jitsu. I've got that. I've got that. I've got. I've got Chris Ruby's interpretation of that too. Like literally, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I've known him since oh five oh six. I remember the first time. Ben, uh, Luigi. Oh shit! Luigi's not around anymore. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth, Seth. Yeah, Seth. He's a competitor. Yeah, Mike, Mike Lee wasn't even around then, right? Like he, yeah. But but so like I've known Paul literally since he was a purple belt. 
first time I actually met Paul outside of the, the gym, I was walking into, it's a Dick's Sporting Goods now. I think it was Sports Authority then. And I was like, hey, man, is this mouthpiece good for jiu-jitsu? He looked at me like I was an idiot. <laughs> and he said, yeah, man, that's good. I remember this. It, it was the Sports Authority on 50 and... But did you know each other at that point? Yeah, I mean, he probably knew me as some goofy new white belt who was probably going to quit okay, in like three months. Like, how random is it that No, no, no. That like, it was like, you're asking, is this good for jiu-jitsu? <laughs> it was like the bro... No one knew what jiu-jitsu was. So, like, <laughs> this is like a prime example of, like, like, how things are important to you but are not necessarily important to other people. Oh, yeah, like... Awesome. Paul, to me, was, like, a god, right? Like, he's this dude. He teaches, like, this secretive, like, MMA class, like, off well, in the back, corner. Back then, a purple belt is, like, Jesus. It's, like... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like, belt. a purple oh, belt's, like, god. Mark Peace in, like, Albany, New York, or whatever the hell it is, right? Oh, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, but, like, yeah, like he was this awesome dude who was, like... He's, like, this mythical creature who he and his, like, MMA boys trained off in the corner in, like, the back the, the back judo room in uh, the, the academy on, on 50, right? Um, and so like, <laughs> and, and I was like, oh my God, like this guy might know me. And I was like, I was like, is this mouthpiece good? Is this knee brace good? I remember when I first started, I was always like, ah, dude, cauliflower, he's at countable poppers. So I fucking, I went online and I bought these stupid ass head, head, head gear and I wore it maybe twice and the second time Paul looked at me and goes you wearing those headphones again uh, <laughs> that day, I was just like, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. and you know what he probably doesn't remember that but you do right oh, so and he probably doesn't remember the mouthpiece thing but he does with yeah. me so like it's funny how like things like that are very significant to you are completely insignificant to other people I was like, Fuck that. I'm not but so either way like um I where was this going I don't know, man. I think we've been talking for like what an hour and a half at this point. This is. Has it been? It's it's. it's well, I mean, well, Noah and I have been talking. We've had multiple guest stars we've had multiple today. Guests. I think it's a good time to uh, to shut this off. The inaugural. The inaugural BJJ and Brews yeah. podcast. Yeah, we'll see how the audio is, and then um, I'll post this thing online, and we'll go from there. That's awesome, dude. Glad to be on it. There we go. Oh. Oh God! Don't ever do that again. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs>